0: Put on one of her best gowns and make herself ready, to which she said, as usual, Yes, Papa. I asked her if she would entertain his suit, to which she said, as usual, I will consider the matter very carefully, Papa. Mrs. Chadbury dabbed some rice powder on her nose and said wistfully, If only she would accept him. Perhaps she is simply being flighty because of her youth. Youth. She is nineteen, Mrs. Chadbury, a grown woman and shortly to be an old maid, an ape leader, if she continues so. "'We shall be leaving for the country on the morrow,' said his wife, "'and we will both feel better when we have shaken the dust of London from our heels. "'I shall talk to Isabella again. "'Mayhap this time I can talk some sense into her pretty head.' She rang the bell and ordered a servant to tell Miss Isabella to attend her mother. Mr. Chadbury rose and deposited a kiss on his wife's cheek. "'I will leave you alone with her,' he said. Isabella entered her mother's boudoir shortly after her father had left. She was indeed extraordinarily beautiful. She had thick chestnut hair with a natural curl, a clear skin a short straight nose, and large hazel eyes, fringed with thick black lashes. All her movements were graceful. She was wearing a high-waisted morning gown of white muslin, ornamented with a pink sprig. "'I am come to answer to your summons,' said Isabella. "'You are no doubt going to lecture me on the merits of Lord Rupert Fitzjohn.' "'No, I am going to remind you again of your duty to your parents,' said Mrs. Chadbury. "'We have endured two seasons in London on your behalf, only to see you break hearts and remain unwed. "'You will give Lord Rupert's offer your full consideration. "'You cannot be looking for love in marriage, as, so far, you seem to be incapable of that emotion.' It is time you thought of setting up your own household and having your own nursery. Yes, Mamma, believe me, I will really think very hard about Lord Rupert's offer. Do that. If you reject him, then when we return to Cornwall, your father and I must begin to think very seriously of arranging a marriage for you. Isabella gave a rippling laugh. You would not do that. ''Never fear, Mamma. Lord Rupert will find me the soul of courtesy.'' Lord Rupert Fitzjohn strolled into Malmbrook Square in London's fashionable West End and approached the Chadbury's townhouse. He was a tall young man with thick brown hair, a tanned face, fine black eyes, and full, sensual lips. His waist was a trifle too thick to please sticklers for high fashion, as were his ankles, but his shoulders were broad, and his long feet were fashionably narrow. He had never proposed marriage to any woman before, and, up until he had seen Isabella Chadbury, had not intended to. Why saddle oneself with one woman when there were so many delights to be enjoyed in London, and for only a little money?' The fact that he had never before gone courting and had always paid for the delights of the flesh meant that he had never met with a rebuff and so fancied himself as a veritable Adonis. But now he longed to make Isabella Chadbury his, to crush all that cool beauty in his arms, to be an object of envy. He was not surprised that Mr. Chadbury had given him permission to court Isabella Lord Rupert knew his own worth. He was rich and handsome, and he knew he was privately listed as one of the best catches on the marriage market. That the Chadburys were extremely rich as well was a bonus, the icing on the cake. A correct butler ushered him into the hall of the Chadburys townhouse and took his hat and cane, murmuring that he would conduct Lord Rupert straight upstairs to the drawing-room. The faint look of strain on Mr. and Mrs. Chadbury's faces escaped Lord Rupert. He had eyes only for Isabella. When he entered, she was seated at the window, the sun shining on her thick chestnut hair.